Welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast. I'm Danny Sheriff, your host, certified fertility awareness practitioner, functional nutrition counselor, and founder of the HA Society, and of course, an HA recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice. So please seek the advice of your physician. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating, of course, with this system. So lots of information, lots of case studies, lots of stats. We go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass, y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. I'm answering a question from a recent YouTube commenter. Nicole asked a really common question about 
menstrual cycles, month to month, shifting, changing, when they shift and change, what does it all mean? So let's dive in. Nicole said, hey Danny, so got my first recovery period in September and then 43 days later got my second cycle. My third cycle was 27 days and everything seemed to be going great until my fourth cycle came. It was 49 days and super light to the point that I don't even know if it was a real period or spotting. My fifth cycle was the same, but it was shorter 21 days and now I'm on day 13 of my cycle and waiting for my sixth period and I've been eating a little more to try and have an optimal bleed this time. Any idea why this would happen? Yeah. Lots of potential ideas. So Nicole, I don't know much about you. You just comment on a YouTube video, but there's a few different things that come to mind. So just keep in mind, you weren't able to give me all this information. I'm not able to ask you, here's why this kind of thing happens. So first of all, your first cycles, it is normal to see some shifts and changes and for your first few periods to actually be more like in the late 30s to, 40, to mid to late 40s. For those long periods of time, in between periods, that's normal. But when we are experiencing what you are, where it's like, okay, but then the fifth one or the fourth one was really light. And then the sixth one was also really light. And I have been eating a little more. Suggests to me that, yeah, something happened where you kind of went back in the other direction. So when we recover, very common to sort of have a moment of, I have my period now so surely I'm not in recovery so now I might just try and lose a little bit of this weight that I gained or I might try and just like ease up on the eating because it feels safe it feels more comfortable right it's easier to eat more in recovery because we have this objective sign we don't have a period so we can rely on that more now that we have our period back we kind of lose trust in ourselves and in that process that it's okay for us to still eat in abundance. The likelihood is that you have eaten less food, increased exercise, or both at the same time with a history of HA, knowing that you probably have had a history of behaviors like that. It's just realistically what's going on. If it were to be for a different reason, I would be really surprised, but it could be stress. It could be really poor sleep. I would really look at those sort of environmental factors if you feel certain that your exercise and food is on track. But the fact that you've already started to eat a little bit more suggests to me that you've already zoomed out and looked at that situation and said, okay, I think that this is is probably the, the thing and it probably is so just because you have had some recovery periods doesn't mean you don't deserve to still eat doesn't mean that it's not okay for you to have body fat i know it's uncomfortable i know that you're like kind of sitting in this recovered body and just really eager to sort of get back to what life was like before perhaps this is a sign to us that you're not fully recovered yet that there's still some work with your self-worth and with your relationship possibly with your body that needs work 
have a couple suggestions for you in terms of resources. If you're like, okay, well, what do I do with this information? Ways that my team can help for sure. I would recommend either joining the HA Society because questions you ask, that's the kind of thing that we talk about in that group all the time. So we have a menstrual cycle mastermind. Every two weeks, you can kind of join a call, submit your charts, and we can talk about, I answer questions like exactly like this all the time. And so I kind of can get to know your chart, have access to your charting history and give a better idea and just more tips along the way. The other recommendation would be to do the restore program. So I know that you have a recovered cycle, but the thing that the restore program actually does is help you identify food behaviors, exercise behaviors, body image mindset behaviors and just challenges find those blind spots and get you a lot more comfortable with your body and with this process and that's really important because if you don't have that stuff in check these little behaviors that you can probably identify that have cropped up are not going to go away so if you just got your period back by white knuckling it eating more not exercising yes i got my period back okay and you haven't walked out of that experience with any tools Hey, do you know what your blind spots are? As in, do you know what it is, what the thing is that is holding you back from getting your period back? Look, it could be an absolute plethora cornucopia of things, but in our practice, what we tend, the first place we tend to go is what behaviors and habits do you have around food that you may be still doing and these are called blind spots because we just don't necessarily always know that they're an unhelpful habit or that it's something that we're doing whether it be a subconscious or conscious need to control our food or our body or whether it be something that you've just done for so long that it feels normal and like a preference even we have created a checklist it's a three-page checklist that goes through food types, behaviors around food, and mindsets around food. And what you do is you go through the lists and you check off and you see which ones are you doing, whether it be daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and how are they potentially affecting your recovery today? So it's a really simple checklist. It's just three pages. You go through it. There's a very simple scoring system to help you figure out um, how much this may be impacting your recovery and it's just an insightful thing for you to do to help you reflect and then you can journal about it or you can learn more about it and just start really working at any of the boxes that you checked and understanding that they're playing a role in your recovery so to get the checklist all you have to do is go to the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and we'll send it straight through to you you can print it off and you can check on it every now and then. I always recommend a reflection point every like four to six weeks. How are you going? Are you still checking that behavior off or have you, you know, systematically kicked it to the curb? So check it out. It's the hasociety.com forward slash blind spot and it will be waiting for you there. Or any changed perspectives, we need to go back to basics a little bit and start working through that. So it's not to say that you can never work on body composition. You can never go back to the gym. You can never like have a day where you don't eat as much food. But it is to say that there's something going on, whether it be psychological or like literally still not enough food 
that you need to get to the bottom of and you need to learn to work with a different tool. So I would recommend either joining the HA Society or doing the Restore program or even doing a single session with myself just to kind of go through your health history, look at all of your food and eating, look at your exercise and just come up with like, a, hey, okay, here, I think I see what's going on. Here are some tips and strategies with your nutrition and exercise that I think you probably need to keep on top of to get at least a full year of cycles before you even think about going back to like the goals that you maybe had in the past. I hope this was helpful. I have another YouTuber question that I wanted to answer for you guys today. So I'm going to go into it. Forgive me if I do not have your name correct, but I believe it is Navarette. And she says, hi, I've had HA for two years. I recovered my period in October 2022 and I had my cycle and I have had three cycles that were 32 days. I started going all in this month hoping to get more food freedom, but my fourth cycle didn't come. I'm still hoping, but it is day 40. I'm getting disappointed and frustrated because now I'm overweight. I was ovulating, but my progesterone shows low. Any advice? P.S. I'm in Mexico here and the doctors do not know what AJ is. Okay, so there's a few things here. Recovered in October. So the time of this recording is early February. You had three cycles and they've all been exactly 32 days, which is exciting, right? I am wondering how you know progesterone is low. I'm assuming you have had a short luteal phase and that's how you know that. Meaning ovulation for you has been a little bit later in the month. So it's likely you do just need to maybe look into blood sugar. You possibly are not eating sufficient protein or something strongly linked to progesterone. And then whatever that was, you were cycling the first three times, but it wasn't optimal. It was still only, you know, holding on by a thread. And now that cycle is getting further apart, further away. So I recommend looking into balancing your blood sugar, increasing your protein intake, and just seeing if playing with your nutrition helps with that. Also look at stress factors. Are you drinking a lot of coffee or stimulants? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you working all of the time? Different things like this really play a role when it comes to cycles just being scant or taking too long. This answer also can apply to uh, Nicole's question too, right? Where we just need to look at the person as a whole. What have you got going on in your lifestyle or your life that would make sense that ovulation was delayed for you? This is something I like to do. I like to interview you and ask you a ton of questions about your life. So do that for yourself. In there is the clue. The clues are actually in your life. It's not likely to be some other random thing that doesn't make any sense. So I'd love to hear from you. If you think about it, what's changed in your life? Have you moved? Have you traveled? Have you started a new job? Have you got all of these different things going on? That is where the answer to why my period is delayed this month after three in a row is going to lie. Okay, I hope that this was a helpful episode for you guys. If you have any questions, I would love to answer them on the show. So please comment on YouTube, send me a DM at Danny Sheriff or at the HA Society. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Subscribing and liking this video is a free way that you can support my channel while I help support you. Okay, guys, talk next time. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So 
TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device. So you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are. And that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle is not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHASociety. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and and use um, AFHASociety at the checkout, That will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is of course dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there but i may even recommend it for just everyone in general get your husbands on it get your partners on it if you have a history of ha and add on top of that maybe a history of the pill maybe you've been pregnant before you know through treatments or other like you've just your body's been through anything you know you're absolutely 100 percent dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. 
So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.